You've heard the expression, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Well, that is uh, not necessarily the situation this time. As a Mississauga man wants his story out, he wants to you know, put a warning out there to other people that are looking to travel across the border. He now owes $800,000 in medical bills after his travel insurance claim was denied. That is about the cost of a home, the average home in Toronto, right? And he uh, took a trip to Vegas last uh, year and what happened was um, he was recovering from open heart surgery which took place two months earlier he then decides uh, he's going to go to uh, Vegas four days into the trip he has a heart attack they take me to the Vegas hospital he says where they pronounce me dead and they bring me back to life which is a plus for sure doctors then had to give uh, this gentleman a pacemaker they checked to see if he had travel medical insurance before they did that he did But uh, while he was recovering, the hospital told him his medical coverage had been denied. He's 68 years old, is on a pension, he can't afford to pay the bill. And the reason why it was denied is that they say, um, you know, you had a pre-existing medical condition. And you were on oxygen prior to travel. That classifies you as not medically stable in the six months before travel. For those reasons, he was denied. And he thought he had the appropriate insurance. So here to talk about this, Joan Weir joins us. She is Director of Health and Disability Policy at Canadian Life and Health Insurance Association. Welcome to the show. It's good to have you on, Joan. Thank you for having me. This story is horrible. I mean, this guy had to be airlifted back to Canada. He owes $800,000 in medical bills, doesn't know how he's going to do it. How do we ensure that, you know, listeners right now don't fall into this same problem? I think that's a very interesting question, Um, and it really, this particular case shows a number of things. First of all, that you can go anywhere and have an emergency or a sickness, uh, and the costs just escalate. Really shows the um, need, the necessity for travel insurance before leaving the province. I think it shows a few other things, too. Uh, You need to know your policy, uh, you need to know what you're applying for, and you need to know your medical condition. I would say that almost all travel insurance policies have some kind of uh, stability requirement for pre-existing conditions, be it 60 days, 90 days, six months, varies a little from insurer to insurer, but that's something you need to, to really look into when you're purchasing travel insurance. I guess one of the most important things to keep in mind, and I know that travel insurance is going to go up if you had a pre-existing uh, con- a health condition before, you know, with, re- within the recent uh, past, but it, don't even begin to fudge on that. Very true. You need to be very truthful on your application, and uh, if you, there, there are conditions for which you would be ineligible to purchase travel insurance. A couple of them would be with if you're on oxygen, or if you're living with cancer, or if you're on kidney dialysis. You need to be very upfront on your application. Know your health, and answer the the questionnaire correctly. The doctors uh, had to give this gentleman a pacemaker, and they asked beforehand if he had travel insurance, and he did. I guess the um, moral to this story is it, the doctors aren't going to look into your uh, travel insurance and, and your coverage to find out if you're covered for that pacemaker. They're going to take your word for it. Um, I would say that's true. Um, typically, in something like this, the the hospital will be in touch directly with the insurance company. Oh, interesting. But it does take a bit of time for that insurance company to work through the details of the claim and the health of that person. Um, so probably within a few days, they, they knew that he wouldn't be covered. 
I want to ask you about this because this is a change to OHIP, which took effect today. Ontario residents will no longer be eligible for up to four hundred dollars uh, per day for out of country hospital care. Um, what does this mean now for travelers? Yes. Um, so I'll just uh, correct you on one thing there. It actually was delayed to January 1st, 2020. So it's not today, but it is January 1st, 2020. Um, what it means to travelers is now you rely 100% on your travel insurance. Travel insurance will change on January 1st and reimburse the, the hospital and the physician directly 100% of the cost without getting um, a reimbursement from OHIP. Do we know why it was changed to January delayed? Um, they took into account, I think, some of the recommendations by the industry that yep. we needed a bit more time to put these changes in place. And so in August, I believe they made it the announcement that it would change to January 1st. Which with, with regards to you needing more time to get the, uh, the plans set out and coverage? Yes, brochures, marketing, all that kind of thing um, needs a bit more time, processes to get them in place. So if you're crossing the border, you know, you want to do some cross-border shopping, keep in mind you're not going to be covered now. For the 400 per day for out-of-country uh, out hospital care. So you would be covered until January 1st. But, okay, um, right. Yeah. As of yeah. January 1st. That's what I mean. Yeah. Okay, well, good to have you on. I appreciate you answering these questions, Joan, and and, uh, and shedding some light on, you know, where the pitfalls and where we may have gotten things wrong. So now that we're all up to speed, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Have a great day.